improve it, peeps. Oh my God, I am so excited for another episode with a D. Today, let me just say this. I want you to go back to episode 157. If you have not yet listened to that episode with a D. Clearman, you'll hear all about how her and I met, a brief background on her role how she has used outside-the-box professional development to train emerging leaders at Gallagher. And then today we dive into the reasons why humor is key to success. If you're someone who wants to add a little more levity, positivity, and laughter into your workday, stay tuned because this show is for you. You're going to hear about Adi's comedy career, how it helps her show up at work, and then we're going to hear five reasons why humor is the key to success. Stay tuned. Let's keep improving it with a D. Clearman. Hi, new friend. I'm Erin Deal, business improv edutainer, fail fluencer, and keynote speaker who is ready to help you improve your it. It being the thing that makes you, you. You. So think of me as your keeping it real professional development bestie who is here to help you develop yourself into the best version of you possible. So you can develop your team and lead with intentionality, transparency, and authenticity. Oh, and did I mention we're improving your it through play? That's right. I'm an improvisational comedy expert who uses experiential learning to help you have your aha (laughs) moments. Those are the moments when the light bulb goes off and you're laughing at the same time. So grab your chicken hat, your notebook, and your inner child because I'm going to take you on a journey that is both fun and transformative. Welcome to the Improve It Podcast. I want to speak about your own comedy career here. Because we've let's let's talk about what you have done to get comfortable with the uncomfortable recently. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing outside of Gallagher. Sure. Um, so something fun, a new hobby of mine is that I have started taking and really enjoying stand-up comedy, which has been great. And the way this all kind of came about was and hopefully you guys will get the sense of this like over the podcast. But for years I've been told by friends, like you're so funny. Have you ever thought of writing a blog? Have you ever thought of doing a podcast? Have you ever thought of like, like just doing stand up or being an actress? And I'm like a hundred percent. No, zero months. <laughs> like I'm just funny with you and have like, this is my world perspective. And these are the things that I talk about to you. And it makes you laugh like the end. And then one of my friends here in New York had her name is Satya Patel and she, excuse me, Satya Chetta. And um, she got divorced and we don't care about that man. Um, <laughs> we, went, we went back to that maiden name. But um, he finally said and kind of put this, she sent me a link to a comedy class and said, can you just please do this? Just do it. We've all been telling you this. And then um, my therapist at the time said, oh, you know what? If somebody tells you something six times, you should believe them. And Mm. people have told you 600 times that you're funny. You should try this, right? So I signed up for this class. And Aaron, it was great. Like the writing came a lot more naturally than I thought 
I've never been nervous really about presenting. And if I'm basically presenting my own thoughts, it's no different than us having this conversation. And it's been so fun. And so I've been doing this now for about nine months, maybe 10. And I've done, I've done four shows, like one graduate, two graduation shows, an open mic night just to kind of practice. And then what was really kind of special is that um, one of the owners at the club where I took a class, he said, Hey, you did a really great job for your graduation show. We need to get you back up on stage. Do you want to perform um, the end of February? And I was like, yeah. So I actually had a, a show this past Saturday, which is really fun. And it makes me feel what I've really enjoyed about it is that like, it's a social it's a social um, hobby. It's I'm also I also like love to cook, but that's like very singular and kind of expensive. And like, this to me is like a, a different creative outlet that I can share with like, more than just my close friends. And I can't paint. I'm not a good singer. I'm a pretty good dancer, but I'm not going to do that like, professionally in any way. But this is like, been a really wonderful way for me to feel creative, to feel like an artist, to meet so many different people that I never would have connected with, and to get to know my city better. Um, it's been really special. And I think that this is something that I want to continue for a long time. And I have, wait, can I tell you like my goal? My goal, goal? Can I tell you this? Oh, goal? of course. Yes. Yes. All right. So I um, am 40. I turned 41 in April. So in 20 minutes. So my goal is that by my 45th birthday, so I've got four years, that I get invited to do a set at the Comedy Cellar, which is one of like the premier like stand up places in New York City, if not the world. And like, I can do that. I know I can do that. Like I went this past weekend to go see a show. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, wait a second. I'm just as funny as these people. I could do this too. And so it, I think it's been really helpful for like, I've always been pretty confident, but confident in a different way, which has been nice. So that's my 20 minute story to your two second question. Um, Aaron, back over to you. Oh, back to me. Thank you so much. Well, I've got to tell you, I could listen to it forever. It was, no, it was great. And it was a couple things you said. I love that you're like, I got to connect with so many people, people I would have never met. I got to connect with so but I think really when listening to you share this story, what's really cool is I think you've actually connected with yourself a lot. Oh. And oh. To, to go deep here. That's okay. Cool. That's cool. That's like, I didn't realize this was the profound podcast. Look at that. This is the, it's not the Improve It podcast. This is the profound podcast. Wow. We go, yeah. We're no longer surface level. We're scuba diving. Okay. Um, no, but like, that is so true. I think you've really found this thing inside of you that was sort of waiting to come out and be created. And I think it's super cool to witness. And let's just say in five years, we're going to have you in well, four years In four years, we're going to have you back on the show. And we're going to talk about the comedy seller. We're going to talk about like how it goes, how it went what you were nervous about, how you overcame those fears, because it's so rad. Like, it's just awesome that this is what you've decided to do outside of work. And here's a question for you that I'm pretty curious about. How have you seen this translate into how you actually show up 
during the day at work? Um, I think from like a, from a presentation skills standpoint and a communication standpoint, it's actually been very helpful. And one of the classes that I took, our instructor said, if you can say things in less words, do that, which I'm clearly not doing on this podcast, but maybe I'll work on that. Stop. You are crushing it. Stop. 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 You are crushing it. It was so interesting. If you can say something in less words, do it. Whether that's like how you present when we were writing out the jokes, we would review them and we'd cut out certain sentences and phrases and make it really tight and focus on delivery. The same with um, emails. Like if you can say it in less and it, it's just as effective um, and often more attention grabbing, which has been really helpful. I think also just from like a fear standpoint, whether it's meeting with senior leadership or trying something new, I'm like, oh, I can apparently like stand up is pretty nerve wracking. And if I can do that with a certain element of fun and comfort, like I can, I can do a PowerPoint presentation about um, interns and hiring projections. So kind of cool. I love that. And I feel like really great leaders really want to see people do things outside of work that, because it shows just variety, it changes your brain. And I think all of those things are so true because I love the economy of words. That's something improv also teaches you is really just keep it simple, silly. You can, you can definitely, that acronym KISS, um, but really and yeah. truly, I think for what I'm hearing you say too, is like it's you're showing up more confidently. It's giving you the confidence that maybe you do get from work, but it's amplifying it on a deeper basis, which I think is awesome. Yeah, I think it also just like at the end of the day, this hobby, at least to me and perhaps to some of my friends, it just gives me something else to talk about. Or something else that I've done as opposed to like, oh, we had dinner and drinks. Or like this weekend we had dinner and drinks. Or like, oh, we went to the movie and then we had some drinks after that. And then we like got some apps and it was fun. I think it just kind of has opened my worldview is a little bit too big for that. But like it's just kind of opened my eyes and horizons and like opened my network. And it's just like, uh, it's just been a lot of fun. So uh. it's been, it's been great. I'm so freaking happy to hear that too. And I hear you on that because it's only, you can only have so many dinners and so many drinks. And then it's like, what else, what's, what's, what's the outcome here? You know, my, my paycheck is going to dinners and booze. And then right now what I'm seeing you do is really translate that into something that could transform your life and your career. And I think also a really great point of this is that bringing humor to work actually might make you love what you're doing even more. And so I don't want to say might, I know because this is what I do, that it makes you love what you do even more. So if you could tell the Improve It Peeps five reasons why you think humor is key to success at work, what would that be? Sure. Um, yeah, I think. One, I mean, Aaron, who doesn't like a little levity? Like, not levity, but like levity, brightness, lightness, because that always feels good wherever you are, but particularly at work where no matter what your field, it can be a bit dry, right? 
Yep. Number two, um, I am a very firm believer, and I'm sure you are too, is that pretty much the best part of anything is like when you laugh, whether it's like with your friends, with your family, at a movie. It's like, that's like the best part. You, you hear about that all the time. Like your stomach hurt because you were laughing so hard. And that's what you remember. Like your best memories are when you're having a good time, right? Number three, I think at the end of the day, like, let's be honest, like, it's not that serious. It's it's like, nothing is that serious. Even if you're an ER doctor, maybe that's like really, really serious. But even then there's probably a lot of like, I mean, they made scrubs. (laughs) Like that was a funny show, but I think I just dated (laughs) myself. But, um, it's not that serious. I remember something from your workshop that I took. You said everything's made up. Even this workshop is made up. Like we, it's not that serious, which is always like something to keep in mind. Um, and it's even on kind of like the darkest work days, it's, it's not that serious unless you make it that serious. Um, I think, yeah, I think humor is also a natural icebreaker and just makes you more authentic. It's just, it makes you, this makes you just like nicer to be around. It's nice to, to, to bond on a joke and people don't like fake people. And if you're not, I think like if you have a good sense of humor, whether it's like dry or, or dark or whatever, or bright and light, um, it just makes you kind of a more authentic person and draws you in. And from a professional standpoint, that can only be helpful. And then I think the fifth reason is like, girl, it's just more fun. Like it's just days are dark and bleak. We're at all, we have like wars and sickness and whatever. And at the end of the day, you got to find fun wherever you are. So just more fun. I'm here for that. Yes. And I think if anybody listening here today is, is listening and thinking to themselves, okay, well, I'm having some of these dark days at work. I want to change it up. Try bringing humor into your workday. It doesn't have to be, you know, an episode of Scrubs, as you mentioned, but it could be something as simple as go to lunch with your best, your work bestie who makes you laugh or pull up a funny episode of Saturday Night Live, your favorite Saturday Night Live clip at lunch and give yourself that moment just to laugh because laughter really does produce endorphins and it's also an app workout. So there's many reasons why you should laugh at work. But I do think we actually had the founder of laughter yoga on this show. I don't know if you know oh. that. Oh my and goodness. It was incredible. It was such a fun conversation. And we started the show. It was 8 a.m. my time. It was 6 p.m. his time. He lives in India. We were, he was like, okay. And I actually, this is a fun fact for you. I had COVID when we recorded the show. Okay. So I was sick. And I was like, I'm not going to change this show time recording because, I mean, we. this is a founder of Laughter Yoga. We start the show. He goes, okay, we're just going to start laughing. And we weren't <laughs> laughing at anything. There wasn't anything funny that was said. We just started laughing. And through that laughter, we started genuinely laughing. And it made me feel better. I'm sitting there sick at eight in the morning with COVID. He goes, well, let's start laughing. And I just started laughing. And then it transformed into real laughter, which transformed the way I started to feel in my body, which at that point in time was sick. And so if you can bring that into your day to day, what a more joyful workspace and place to work and what a more joyful headspace to walk around with yourself. A hundred percent. Swipe right on all of that, Erin. 
<laughs> I love that so hard. Oh my God. Improve it, peeps. Oh my God. And he cracks me up. I love chatting with her. We're going to have another episode of the Improve It Pod with her. But here's your homework for today. You heard Adia's five reasons why humor is key to success. And I want you right now to jot down your own five reasons. I want you to think about why humor is important to you. Not just how humor can help you show up to be a better person at work, but why is humor just key to success? Why is it key to your success? Keep these five reasons somewhere that you can view them. It could be on the note section of your phone, on a post-it next to your computer, and try to use it as a sign to bring more laughter, levity, and positivity into your workday, to add a little bit more fun to that spreadsheet, to add a little bit more smiling to that Zoom meeting. I am so proud of you for showing up here. I'm so proud of you for investing this time in you. Keep failing, keep improving, and I will see you so soon. Hey friend, did you enjoy today's show? If so, head on over to iTunes to rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Now, did I mention that when you leave a five-star review of the Improve It podcast, an actual team of humans does a happy dance? Mm-hmm, that's right. So leave a review for us on iTunes, screenshot it, and send me an email at info at learntoimproveit.com. I'll send you a personalized video back as a thank you. Thanks so much for listening. Improve it, peeps. I'll see you next Wednesday. <laughs>